Hello, friend, and welcome to the U-Turn Podcast. This is your host, Ashley Stahl. I'm a career expert, a speaker, and a best-selling author of the book, U-Turn. Get unstuck, discover your direction, and design your dream career. I wrote the U-Turn book and created this podcast to help you reconnect to who you truly are at your core. And that's why every single week, I bring you a guest on with the intention of helping you upgrade your confidence in work and in love. I'm also so excited to say that this episode has been sponsored in part by our friends over at Soul CBD. This is the only CBD company I have come to really trust with my wellness. They have zero THC, meaning you can't get high from their products. They're organically farmed and they're gluten-free. I love sleep and when I don't get it, I feel like my entire day, my entire week, my entire life is thrown off And during these times of stress, I started taking Soul CBD's Sleepy Gummy before bed, and I swear by them. Most nights, all I need is a half of a gummy, and these little babes have put my sleepless nights behind me with one delicious fruity bite. Their unique blend of CBD, CBN, and terpenes helps you fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, and improve your overall quality of sleep. I always wake up refreshed. It's my my new bedtime besties. So our friends over at Soul CBD, I contacted them and I got a discount code for 15% off your order. Just head on over to ashleystall.com slash soul. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-T-A-H-L.com slash S-O-U-L to access our special page with them. And don't forget to use the code U-Turn at checkout. That's Y-O-U. T-U-R-N. Now let's get in to this week's episode. You turn friends. Um, I have one of my favorite people in the world on the show today, so it's really exciting. Um, her name is Ophira. I call her Ophi, and she is the founder of astrostyle.com, which is the place to get your horoscope read. Ophi is the founder with her sister, Tali, of astrostyle.com. It's such an amazing place to get to know yourself. She has courses. Um, one of them right now that is open that I'm so excited about is the Astropreneur course, which is awesome for any entrepreneur really at any stage, especially in the services space, correct, Ophi? It's an any, but it's it's really, it's very similar for um, to what you do, where people are often in a time of transition or indecision. That's when astrology or the kind of advice that you give is really needed and fast and in a very like concentrated dose. Right. And and well so I mean, I have so many things that I want to share with all of you, um, but Ophi, y'all know I moved to New York, is my little New York secret life where I I go see her and her brain is like a beautiful mind where she sees the planets everywhere and speaks in planet. And so we are going to have, and I even talked to you, Ophi, about what we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about the stars, obviously. And, right. and I love that because that's so us. You're a yeah. Gemini, I'm a Sagittarius, like two of the most spontaneous signs in the Zodiac. Yeah, we're about to go wild on this we show. It's going a miracle. It's going to come together. I hope it. Well, so... First of all, welcome. Thank you for coming on my my thing. I'm really happy you're here. I'm so happy you moved to New York. You've made it so much more interesting again. I was actually just telling, well, I was telling a man that the next book I write, um, I want to open it up with you and I at the coffee shop. Did I tell you that? No, but I'm so here for that. I just think it's really fun to be like me and Ophi talking about the planets over our coffee and our, our baked goods. Yeah. I mean, the cardamom buns of, uh, that place. Oh my God. Uh, I've got got cardamom buns just from eating all of those. I know (laughs) my buns look like a cardamom. (laughs) Okay. So anyone listening, if you come to New York, you should have the cardamom bun at La Cabra coffee shop in East village. Whoa. 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 Yeah. it's like pre and post, you know, cardamom bum in my life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm a changed woman from that changed woman. Okay. So this is really fun. Cause I, I always ask you about astrology and you think in astrology, um, and you've been at it kind of since you were 13, right? That's kind of when you started looking into it or how old were you when you started? I mean, you know, I love when people like cite their careers back to puberty these days, somehow that's <laughs> become an acceptable thing to do. <laughs> Like, no, 
I started learning it in college, but I started reading my horoscope when I was 13, like anyone else with literate skills. So, um, and a newspaper subscription in their home, but, uh, yeah, in college, my boyfriend gifted me an astrology chart. So I knew I was a Sag, but I didn't know there was this whole other map with all of my planets in it. And I found that I had four planets in Scorpio, uh, and that suddenly explained this whole other, you know, beautiful mind, as you call it, obsessive, as I call it, side of me. And I was like, holy shit, people come with instructions. (laughs) I said we didn't, but we do Uh, not you know, not, I believe in free will, but we kind of come with an operating manual and learning to read. It gives you even more free will. So I got fascinated. I started doing all my friends charts with a little piece of software and it checked out, it tracked every time I was like, okay, I'm into this. I'm doing this more. I also love that you attract like clusters of Gemini's Yeah, and like you were noticing that I date a lot of Aquarius in my life. You do. Yeah. And so like you, there's some sort of phenomenon. I think that's really interesting for anybody listening. You start tracking your friends or romantic partners. Like there's a trend or a, something very interesting to it. What do you have to say for the astro haters? Because I know that some people listening are going to be like stars, schmars, like whatever. What, what's your <laughs> so message? They should be that way. You should never just believe something just because someone tells you to believe it. Yeah, amen. You know, that's called religion. Yeah. Uh, it's and most of us are recovering right. from that. So uh, <laughs> I think of astrology, I say it's a tool, not a rule. And Ooh, it's, a, it's a, yeah, it's a fascinating, I mean, the Magi, if you are religious, sorry, my mother's a rabbi. So I come from a family that embraces it. I'm there for the food. Um, and but basically, I think, this entire career is like a rebellion. <laughs> No, actually, it's not. My dad is a landscaper. My mother's a rabbi. So she's in the heavens. He's on the earth. And somewhere in between is an astrologer. So that's how I justify it. But um, I think the haters of astrology or the skeptics, I say, try it out because it is presented as this fluffy, ridiculous thing a lot of the times, or else people just take it way too seriously. They have no fun with it. I mean, if you've ever done the Myers-Briggs or the DISC or any personality test, which I'm sure people in your audience have who are changing careers, you know, my personal mission is to help people use astrology in the same way so that you become aware of your own blind spots and become a more conscious human being who can make choices that feel good to you, feel aligned with who you already know you are. Right. And I kind of see it personally as like a weather forecast, like, oh, it's going to be rainy in this area. So if you want to bring an umbrella, that might be helpful kind of a thing. Right. Um, Okay. So you have so much content. I mean, you're just like a content machine and I love reading your horoscopes that you write. And just so you all know, you're listening. If you go to AstroStyle every day, they have a daily horoscope, monthly horoscope. They have a 2022 horoscope book. If you want to kind of go like Donkey Kong on it, which I totally did. (laughs) I love that. And it's at astrostyle.com slash 2022 book. Um, Ophi, tell me like, what can we share with everyone about the signs or about astrology on this particular episode that you think would be really helpful for everybody to know as it relates to their career? Oh, um, yes. Maybe we want to go through the signs and jam sure. on them. Um, I also found it really interesting, and I learned this from you, obviously, that when something is kind of far apart on the zodiac, so like oh. as a Gemini, what, what's furthest away from me on the zodiac? I don't know. Sagittarius, um, not you. So what, what was that message that you'd gave, given me where sometimes with a sign that's far away from you, you have a lot to learn from them or what was your yeah. thought there? So one of our tools, as we call it, is the secret of distance. There are seven major angles between any two zodiac signs. They're called aspects in astrology. You don't need to remember that. Uh, but what you need to know is that each of those angles has a unique kind of energy with it. Some are harder and some are easy. So you mentioned that you have a lot of Aquarius people around you. Well, Gemini and Aquarius are both air signs. So they have a lot in common. It's very easy. 
easy. Mm-hmm. Does not mean though that we should only surround ourselves with people who are easy because the ones that challenge us the most can be our greatest teachers too. But it's what I, I like, like you said, it's like a weather forecast or right. a GPS. So, you know, I know as a Sagittarius that the signs that are five signs away from mine are going to be the ones that I'll learn the most from, but I have a weird karmic thing with. So uh, that's true for any sign. So for you as a Gemini, that would be um, Scorpio and Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So because those signs have nothing in common with yours. And so, but, so they're almost like aliens to you, but you know what's so funny? Both of my parents are Scorpios. There you go. Yeah. And I definitely grew up feeling like they are such lovely people, but sometimes as a kid, I would feel like who, what family am I in? Like, it's almost like I don't belong here or something like that. I've always felt like I belong to the world or, you know, I didn't fit in or it wasn't like I was a weirdo. Well, I was a weirdo, but you know, (laughs) I sure hope so. We all are, but yes, that is how you'll often feel. So it's, you know, none of the, I mean, I went to the university of Michigan. I almost went to engineering school, but I went to art school. So I come from a very like traditional education background. I did not mean to be an astrologer at all. Like, Mm. you know, I wasn't, you know, paying that tuition just to do this, but although it's ended up being awesome and fun and fulfilling, but I, you know, I, I, I come at astrology from a very practical point of view. Like, how is this useful? Why did you, Ashley, or the soul Ashley, soul known as Ashley in this lifetime, choose to be born as a Gemini to Scorpio parents? What did you need to learn? How did you need to right. karmically evolve? Like, so when we're when we're looking at our career paths, back to that, we're often thinking about what am I meant to do with my life, and why? And for some reason, that's the hardest question for us to answer for ourselves. We can see what everyone else should do, but we can't see our own eyeballs as the saying goes. And that's why we need advice like yours, tools like astrology or anything. Reference points. Yeah. Yeah. Reference points that validate us, what we think we know about ourselves. Yeah. And I know that some people have resistance and I get it to archetypes or personalities, because as much as they can free you and give you information, they can limit you and feel like a box sometimes if people register them that way. But I think that there's a freedom in being able to just kind of calibrate with them and, and, and look at them. So if we're going through the Zodiac with each sign and just collecting some career information, and I want to ask you a lot about astropreneurs, because I think a lot of people listening could get a lot of value from uh, joining that program and using the reference points um, and and tapping into their entrepreneurial next level. But where would we start? Where do you start when you talk about the Zodiacs? Uh, Well, I like to talk about the the element groups, fire, earth, air, and water, because they kind of have similar, they have very similar temperaments there. So, and then, then you don't have to listen to 11 other people's signs, because let's be honest, astrology is all about you. Who cares about those other 11 people, unless you're sleeping with them or working in a cubicle next to them or Zoom room. So, (laughs) You know that I, I took a marketing class once and they were like, marketing is about being on WIIFM. What's in it for me radio? And I was like, well, so is astrology. Do you want an energized life? I recently started to make decisions based on whether my choices are giving me energy or draining my energy. And it's a completely different way of living life. The truth of the matter is that the majority of people in the world are lacking energy throughout the day. And that dip in energy is really a symptom of a very typical larger issue. And that's sleep quality. Sleep can affect your mood, your hormones, your weight, and how you're able to show up in the world. So maybe you find yourself gazing away out the window, staring at the ceiling or walking around like a zombie waiting for your cup of coffee. If any of this sounds familiar, I can't invite you enough to try a simple bedtime routine that I've been doing that's working like a charm. All it takes is drinking a glass of water with two safe and natural magnesium breakthrough capsules just 30 minutes before hitting the pillow. These seven essential forms of magnesium included in this full spectrum serving help you relax, unwind, and turn off your active brain after a long, stressful day, giving you so many minerals and nutrients that your body really needs so that you can wake up feeling refreshed and vibrant and alert 
just like you're meant to, my friend. So Magnesium Breakthrough has become a household name over the years because of its reputation. Just recently, Bioptimizers, the company, released their fourth upgraded formulation that works even better than before. And for a limited time, Bioptimizers is offering additional bonus gifts for the next thousand customers. They're including free bottles of their full line of digestive health products, including their powerful digestive enzymes, Masszymes, which is their patented probiotic, which alleviates heartburn and acid reflux. That means you're getting free products to try that will support your digestive system so you experience less bloating and gas and all of these other little buzzkills that we wish could go away. Having an optimized digestive system means less energy trying to digest foods and absorb more nutrients from the foods you eat. Visit magbreakthrough.com slash U-turn and use the code coupon code U-turn to activate this exclusive limited time offer. That's mag, M-A-G-B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H.com slash U-turn and use this coupon code of Y-O-U-T-U-R-N to activate this limited time offer. Enjoy. But yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, let's talk about the fire signs. That's yeah, Aries, Leo and Sagittarius. So the fire element is about action and doing and courage and, be, you know, being first, blazing the trails. So fire sign people will often do well in a, a career that has variety and movement and a lot of energy people. Now, of course, you have to look at your entire chart because you could have like, and that's where astropreneurs comes in, but uh, we won't go there yet. Um, so if you're a fire sign, you probably will like, you know, you might want a career where you can travel or move around or just have a lot of different projects and irons in the fire. Of course, every um, every zodiac sign or group also has its downfalls. And that's why I like learning about your chart because you can be like, well, you also have a tendency to be impatient, not always finish what you start to take on too much, just like fire blazes up all over the place. It can burn down, you know, you can have a forest fire or you can warm things up. So at when balanced fire signs, warm up a company or a business when out of balance, it can burn out, burn things down, burn through money, exhaust people or take on too much. Hmm. And knowing that allows, this is where free will comes in. Okay. I know as a Sagittarius, I usually will sign up to do five things minimum more than I humanly can in a day. But I know that, and just like you said, the umbrella metaphor, oh, Ophi, are you doing that again? Are you taking on too much? Are you being a fire sign? Yes. So maybe I'll make a different choice and say no, even though I don't want to, because I'll have FOMO. So does that make sense? And what are some of the differentiators between Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius as fire signs? Because when I think of the Aries, I think of the Ram, like pushing Mm -hmm. through. Um, I dated an Aries. He was very like, um, yeah, like it's about him. I don't know. Selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Self-focused. So can you talk to me a little bit about those nuance. That's a, there, there's a second way that the Zodiac signs are grouped, uh, called cardinal fixed and mutable. And that's one of the foundations of our astropreneurs system. So one of each fire sign is one of those. So Aries is the cardinal fire. They're the, the most self-focused leadership, uh, driven one. Um, Leo is the fixed fire, meaning they're more traditional. They're, you can usually count on a Leo to be like a nice project manager. They don't have an ego. Aries will be kind of like, I don't do windows. Give that to my assistant. Unless <laughs> it makes them look good. And then they'll heroically save the day. Totally. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Whereas the Leo's like kind of the fixed one. So that it's about the seasons. Aries starts the season, the cardinal signs. So they're like, I'm here first. So um, put my crown on leo is like um you know the 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 sherpa the middle of the season i'm gonna carry us through here so put it on my back and then sagittarius is the mutable fire sign which is the adaptable one they're at the end of the season the mutable sign so it's like they polish up what everyone else does so the aries acts like the king or the queen the leo does the hard work and the Sagittarius comes in and critiques it and tells everyone how they could do it better. Oh my gosh. Well, actually I was thinking about that because you being a Sagittarius, 
you're super good at, um, you're like, as an online business owner, one of the most like tech savvy business owners I've ever met. Cause most of my friends who are entrepreneurial, like both of us were like, Oh, the technology that's scary. And you're just like, I'm going to put the content and make the content and make the visuals. And I'm going to fix the technology. Like you are a multi-trick pony over there, <laughs> which is very Sagittarius. Cause really the truth is we are the most impatient, possibly fire sign. Uh-huh. So I don't want to wait for someone else to do it. I'd rather yeah. learn how to do it myself. However, that does of course also get me in trouble sometimes. And I have to learn how to delegate better. So, right. Yeah. You, it, it's funny though, you channel your impatience. I guess it can look different ways, right? Like impatience can look rude, but with you, it looks like, let's get this done. And it's very can do. You have a very can do attitude. So thank you. Which is Sag. Sag is like rules, higher education, lifelong learning. So I'm like excited about learning it versus like, screw this. I don't know how to do it. You know, and then throw hot coffee at my assistant or something. That would be an Aries move. Okay. So. Well, so now now we're kind of like shitting on Aries. We need to be nice to them. So I let's, love let's Aries. Go Aries. Let's give them Aries a are amazing. They're the first okay. zodiac sign, and they are the Three ones leaders. who take all the risks. Like Gloria yeah. Steinem's an Aries, or like you know, they've earned the right to their diva. Okay, Lady Aries. Gaga. You know, I mean, like. They are unapologetically there for themselves and they inspire others. If we could all just do 10% more of what an Aries does, like imagine the self-authorized women that would be walking this planet. That's so true. Okay. So is there anything else I should be asking you about these fire signs and the fixed versus the cardinal? No, I think that's good. You know, before we get to astro jargony, let's go to the next group, the earth signs. Okay. So, you know, the, it goes in the, the cadence well, by your earth, air and water. Yeah. What about like their careers? Like do Aries, Sagittarius, or is there a career path that you tend to see those, the Leo, where do they go in their career? And what are the months? Can you break down the months? Just yeah. To- yeah. Aries is uh, March, about March 20th to April 19th. It changes every year. So, you know, if you're born on the cusp, you'll have to do your birth chart to find out which sign you are. Uh, and Aries, you know, they're, well, you know, we have a whole career horoscope section on the site. If you oh, want, cool. we can share that link. Yes. What the, is the link? Show notes. Um, I will grab that for you. I think it's, no, we'll put it in the show notes. It's all yeah, good. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, we have like a cool. whole list, but in, in general, those are like often careers in media, um, sometimes on stage speaking, um, a lot of firefighters, uh, among them, which Whoa, is so like cliche, but you yeah. will see that. Um, yeah. Kind of daring anything that's like requires daring action. Cool. So, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Leo's, I feel like they're on stage, right? Like my good friend, Sarah Pendrick is a Leo and she's got like beautiful long hair and she's very shiny looking and she, she shines. Wherever they are, it's a stage, even if it's a modest one, you know, it's like (laughs) there are many shy Leos, but they make no mistake. They need to be acknowledged for their work. They do like to also help too. They do. They like, you know, well, not all of them, but uh, a lot of them, they do like to be helpful. They're really good with, I would say the Leos are often wielding a clipboard, you know, they're really, uh, they like to, they like to manage and organize people too. That's kind of how they like to rule. So interesting. And yeah. maybe their way of having things their way. But if a Leo is looking for a career change where they can most, you know, for Aries, it's a little harder because they sometimes come in with a little bit of entitlement and kind of wanting to start at the top pretty quickly. So they have to pay their dues and be patient sometimes a little longer than they want to be for Leo's making career change really being becoming indispensable through mm-hmm. like being organized. I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's low hanging fruit because mm-hmm. there are so many disorganized people who just can't have executive functioning uh, abilities that work. Like Leo's can just like clean up there. And before you know it, they're like in the C-suite just because they knew how yeah. to like make a spreadsheet in Notion or whatever. Honestly, shout out to Sarah Pendrick. Thank you for organizing so many girls trips. She's such a Leo. Oh, organizing, exactly. Yeah. My mother is a Leo. She's the queen organizer. She's going to be asking me what my Thanksgiving plans are in March, you know? Yeah, so. there, I, but I appreciate it, you know? So, and then okay. Sagittarius, yeah. like, 
you know, just, we need to, we can't be bored. We need, we need to, we need our own autonomy too. like, do not ever micromanage a Sag. If you're a Sag looking for a new career, do not get into one of those situations where you have to clock in and be watched because that will just kill your buzz. You're either an entrepreneur or an intrapreneur. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to work with, work with, there's a job that fits everybody's temperament and you know, just like bad romantic matches, bad job compatibility is like such yeah. a waste of your life, right? The amount of time I spend comparing job hunting to dating is like so weird, but so <laughs> true. It's I can't imagine some metaphor. Energy. You've got so much cosmic energy going as you're, you're a little sad. Like I can't even see it. Okay. And then I've never worked for anyone for longer than nine months. And I, mm-hmm. my one gig as a waitress, I was fired from for yeah. clumsy sag and spilling. Jesus, money. take the wheel. I can't yeah. even see that. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So to, 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 um, the next element. So we did air with Aries, Sagittarius. Fire. Fire. Oh, fire. Sorry. Don't worry. That's yeah. my gig. I'll read that's cool. fine. Fire, yeah. your air. Let's do I'm air next. Just think about just, me. Let's that was your air. prompt. That was just your way yeah. of saying it. Like facilitating. Yeah. Yes. So air is Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And air signs are the spreader of messages, communicators. Think about how air, the wind blows. So, you know, the the, de- the bad side of that is they can be airy and hard to pin down and scattered. The good side is they're the ones bringing in the new ideas, making sure that communication is clear. I mean, you know, get fairness, really, like they can detach from their feelings and work and like go and, you know, it, it's the very intellectual. So uh, or at least thought driven. So it's like, hold on, guys, let's cool, you know, a nice cooling breeze, you know, yeah. or they'll fan the flames for fire signs. Um, So, yeah, so Gemini is the first air sign and the mutable air sign. So not only are Gemini supposedly multifaceted, but then they're mutable, which is adaptable. So, you know, just octopi, I guess, career-wise, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. My little tentacles are everywhere. And it's like, my my, I, I struggle to make, well, I don't. I mean, I spend a lot of time thinking about how to make sense of my career when I'm in an interview or something so that people think like, oh, this makes sense somehow. Because it's like, who goes from counterterrorism to you know, career coaching. Me. A Gemini, of course. Yeah, exactly. Who goes from shitty casinos to president of the United States. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. A so Gemini. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Noted. Okay. So um, what can we learn? Like, what are the Geminis? You said like, it's like speakers, communicators. Well. Yeah, Gemini. So there's also the ruling planet of every sign. That's, you know, maybe something to note too. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is the messenger planet that like speeds around the sun and then disseminates information to the rest of the solar system. So the role of the Gemini is kind of in that arch- archetype of the winged messenger. Hermes is the god. Um, and yeah, so your job is to spread information and new ideas. Mm-hmm. And um, what would you say is the downside of the I mean, too the- much? too much for one human to hold, you know, too many different directions, spinning too many plates or, you know, I think it's so Gemini's get so excited about stuff so quickly. Sometimes they don't, um, they don't always fully research it before they're evangelizing it. So yeah, that's something you, we all, we always tend to learn these lessons the hard way though, you know? Yeah. I tend to build the plane as I'm flying it, which is sometimes. Yes. A, okay. And then what is the next air? And also, is there anything else I haven't asked you about Gemini's or? No, no. Cool. I mean, yes, but there, that would take yeah. the rest of your life. So, okay. you know, Right. So, you know, it's all on astrostyle.com. Right. Let the rub info there. So Libra is the next air sign. They're ruled by Venus, which is a planet of beauty and harmony. So they're often the peacemakers, peacekeepers. A lot of them are lawyers, diplomats, work in government. Um, you know, Kamala Harris is a Libra. So attorney, you know, they're, they're the protectors of fairness and justice a lot of the time. But then you have like Kim Kardashian 
Kardashian. So they're often, often, or Gwyneth Paltrow, who's all about beauty and that sort of thing, which is a Venus ruled area. So Libras are often stylists, photographers in an aesthetic role. Thank God, because they have good taste usually. So somebody's got to make us all look good and we go on stage, right? Um, And then they, and they're the cardinal air sign. That's the one that's, you know, very sort of like, you know, the first, the leader. So they have a little bit of that entitlement too. Libras can be divas, but again, it inspires the rest of us by example. Um, And uh, Aquarius is the last air sign and they are ruled by my favorite planet to say Uranus because there's no non-awkward way of saying it, but that is the planet of technology, sci-fi the future progressive issues social connections so they're always out there you know um just innovating bringing technology and people and communities together and um anything in a startup or a pioneering cutting-edge idea is great for an Aquarius got it okay and you talked about those aspects like like the final one and the yeah which one's which? Yeah. So, so Aquarius is the fixed one. So they have okay. a secret uptight type A side, you know, okay. you'll read about Aquarius and it'll be like, Oh, they're these wild hippies. No, they can be quite organized and a bit rigid. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Interesting. And, yeah. um, what about, you said that I'm mutable as a Gemini, right? Yeah. What does that mean being mutable again? Mutable is adaptable and flexible. Okay. So you wear a lot of hats. Okay. And then what was the third one that you had used for a Libra? That was um, Cardinal. So this is really how, so because that's so hard to remember, we created our whole system called I am. I gave each of those. Tell me about that. Yeah. So that's basically um, the I is what we call Cardinal. It stands for influencer. The fixed, the A is authority and the M mutable are the mavens because it's too hard to remember astro jargon, but you can remember if you're an influencer, an authority or a maven. So in our IM system, we actually take your whole chart and show you what you're predominantly, you know, we take 13 pieces of your birth chart and then tell you which one of those you are, but Gemini is the influencer air sign Libra. Sorry. I'm sorry. Gemini is the maven air sign, uh, wears all the different hats and is always spreading ideas. Uh, Libra is the influencer. So they're kind of, you know, a little out there on the cutting edge, making everything look a certain way. And, uh, Aquarius is the authority, air sign. So they are more likely to maybe establish a traditional company, work typically, you know, nine to five or be more comfortable sort of in a corporate environment, at least part of the time. Amazing. And I, um, it's so fun to hear you talk about these things and and for everybody listening, she has the quiz, the I am quiz. You just go to astrostyle.com slash I am, and it's really epic. Um, free quiz, like why not? Yeah, um, it's not even a quiz, which is cool. All you can do is yeah. put in your time, date, and place of birth. So you don't even yeah. have to answer any questions. Exactly. We'll tell you the answer to the quiz. You'll find out which one of those archetypes you are. And then you can download a little guide to read more about it. It's very helpful for guiding you into a career path or a job search. Because, you know, uh, uh-uh, not only do I not do windows as an influencer, I need to sit by a window. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, so we've talked about fire. We've talked about about air. I wanted to say about air, you mentioned Libra. I've always felt very safe around Libras. I've always felt that found them very balanced and very mm-hmm. reasonable. Um, yeah, very much so. Yeah. So what, what is the next water I'm guessing? Yep. You know, there's water mm-hmm. and earth. So okay. water is the nurturers, the flowers, the kind of cr- the water is very is, has depth. It needs to be contained. So, don't think that every water sign is going to give you a warm hug. Some of you, will, some of them will cut you in a dark alley if you're not part of their posse. You know, they're uh-huh. very <laughs> they're very protective and very uh, you know exclusive because they don't trust easily. Whereas the fire and air signs we just talked about, like never met a stranger in. Insta BFFs. We don't screen very well, uh, but usually it works out for us. So the next two groups 
are, are kind of opposite. These are the yin signs versus the yang fire and air signs. So water, we have cancer, uh, Scorpio and Pisces. Cancer is the cardinal water sign, the influencer water sign. So they have an alpha sign. Influencers are all the alpha dogs. So Aries, Libra, Cancer, um, they will kind of, they need a job where they can be kind of the head of the family. First, they need to make sure they feel like safe and secure and like there's a family vibe and they will quickly establish themselves in some sort of a caretaker, provider, matriarchal role a lot of the time. Um, actually coached a cancer business owner who was trying to scale. He had a pretty big business and he was terrified to sort of bring in this third person as a, a investor who wanted to also have control over the day-to-day operations. And I was like, would you imagine if you were like letting this person into your home or your family? And that allowed him to really think about whether it was the right move. So if you're a cancer, you want to think, could I feel at home in this role and with the people I'm going to work with? So really important that the people you work with are, you know, you feel okay around. Mm. Um, for air side, it's like important that you can like have jokes and have a drink with your coworkers. You don't care. But like water signs it's like you know blood oath so uh mm-hmm. and then i always think yeah. of answers is the ones that feel deeply oh they do okay they definitely do but you know very sensitive people can also be thin-skinned and insensitive too so you think about that crab claw they will lash out too so Interesting. But don't use that as an excuse if you're a water sign. That's everybody has feelings, not just you. Right. An important thing, I like to be blunt with people and when I talk about astrology with them, because we don't want to use our astrology profiles as an excuse for bad behavior and, you know, just crappy choices. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So we've got a little crab cancer friend who feels a little crabs of the world. And then what's the next one? Uh, Scorpio, which is the fixed water sign and uh, the authority. So no wonder they always like to be in charge and in control of everything. Um, and they're very private. But what people get wrong about Scorpios is like, oh, they're mean, they're intimidating. They're some of the most, the fiercest protectors ever. So uh, they will definitely, you know, if you're, you want to be on team Scorpio, if you work with a Scorpio and if you are a Scorpio, who's job hunting, then yeah, you definitely need to have a good feel, good vibe, good feeling of trust with whoever you go work for or with. Mm. Yeah. And you need to establish your authority because you're the authority water sign. So you need a post of importance. You need a title, you need, to know where you stand in the hierarchy of things. So got it. Okay. Yeah. And the, the authorities, the fixed signs, they, they are good. They're very good managers. So that's Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, and then Taurus is the earth one. So, you know, a management position, if you're an authority is totally acceptable. If you're one of the influencer cardinals, Aries, Cancer, Libra, maybe more of a, an exec than a day-to-day manager. Mm-hmm. And then the, the mutables, the mavens, Gemini, and um, we talked Sagittarius, and then the water sign Pisces. Like the only people we need to manage are ourselves. Like do not, <laughs> not. we need to be managed more than yeah. anything. You yeah, know? totally. So, yeah but you need to be unleashed and out among the people too. So Pisces is the mutable maven water sign. And, you know, they're dreamy, they're imaginative, they're pulling their influences from all kinds of, uh, you know, psychic channels. They're very, they're, they're, I think the moodiest water sign, if you ask me. Um, and they can, 
they're ruled by Neptune, which can, uh, which is the planet of illusion. So they can get a little paranoid sometimes, to be mm-hmm. honest. So if you're Pisces going into a new gig, like really be careful about sort of a victim mindset or thinking that people are against you. Or if you're in an interview, like talking about how you were done wrong at your last company, like you really want to monitor that and learn some skills for interviewing and etiquette if you are going to work in a company because spilling that tea is going to burn you. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And um, now what's left? We've got what the earth signs. Earth. Yeah. It's funny that I'm an air sign and I'm like, what's left? Uh, the earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Because that is actually the group of signs that air signs are kind of the least compatible with in terms of their temperament because earth is all about stability and consistency and not changing and air signs are all about change and new ideas and the spread of, you know, communication. So they're kind of counter, you know, everybody needs to stay in the best role for them. And if this doesn't ring true for you and you're one of those signs, I say, do your whole chart because chances are the rest of your planets are in a different element or do you, you know, do you first, but earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. So Taurus is the fixed earth sign. So that's why they have such a reputation as being stubborn. They're the authority earth. So earth is already fixed in place. Taurus is already, you know, the bull. And so they really do like a place where they can set up shop, stay for life. You know, you know, they like, they like to set up their desk or their corner office and build methodically from there. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Whereas an office for a, uh, an air sign is like, just might as well be a prison cell a lot of the time. So oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Taurus is, yeah, they can, they can get a little set in their ways. If you're a Taurus and you're job hunting, it's a very interesting time. Uranus, the planet of radical changes in Taurus right now from 2018 to 2026, that only happens every 84 years. So Tauruses are going through this radical extreme makeover. Uh, whereas they've all, they, you know, for years, they've been kind of like the analog people and happy analog people. They're suddenly being forced to learn, to adapt, to do, to really work counter to who they, they are in temperament. So the planets can, can mess with you and force you to get out of character. So just because you learn that you're this way as a tourist does not mean you get to enjoy the fruits of it. Like it could actually become, you know, your best qualities can sometimes become your worst. So that can happen. And that's what I love teaching people. Like that's nice that you're that way. Manage that. So yeah, I love that. And, and also, I don't know why I thought this, but I believe I, for some reason, I think Tauruses are supposed to be the most sensual on the Zodiac. Yes, they are ruled by Venus. Thank God for the, for them, which yeah. is the planet of beauty and love. So they're also the rule, the senses. So they love music. They love good food. Like you want to yeah. be on a Taurus's good list. Cause they will take you out for a decadent meal and drinks and book the suite. When you go on the company trip, you know, There's a tourist that I follow on Instagram that she's like probably the only influencer that I follow for fashion and like food. And Hmm. her name is, um, Josie Pelicano, J-O-S-I. And I, I think I went to elementary school with her and then found her on the explorations. I was like, whoa, Josie's like blowing up and making beauty of the world and giving me so much fashion inspo. So I could see that. Oh Yeah. And they're very, you know, discerning. They're great curators. So, um, yeah, cool. I love, you know, I would let a tourist pick out my clothes, any of that, any old day. So, okay, food, sure, just order for us, tourists. So, got it. She's definitely in her wheelhouse. It's great. Any sort of taste maker job for tourists is also great. Right. Okay. Tell me more. What, what is beyond Taurus in the earth signs that we have? Virgo is the maven mutable earth. So, you know, Virgos get this reputation for being anxious and neurotic. And I think it's because they're earth, which is trying to root, but then they're mutable, which is about change. So they're always like, I think I want to do this. Wait, no, what if I do, you know, so they, they, they'll spin out whenever they try to commit to something. 
They also, they need to let themselves have multiple gigs and income streams, or at least a lot of hobbies. Um, The problem is that they're also very sort of should oriented because of their earth nature. So they'll, you know, they'll put these rules on themselves and then feel trapped. And so poor Virgos, they can really torture themselves until they understand this dualistic paradoxical side of them. Mm, Okay. And, um, and then there's one final sign. Well, by the way, shout out to Daniel Canty. Have I connected you to the boss babes? No, you have to be on their podcast. I'm totally going to (laughs) connect. Sounds Um, great. Danielle is a Virgo um, and she runs Boss Babe. Well, there you go. Natalie is a Capricorn who um, is just visionary and a leader like I've never met. And the sign of the boss, which is our last earth sign, Capricorn. Yeah, I love that. Okay, the influencer. it's the influencer earth sign. So like I said, the influencers are the ones who are in the C-suite or in charge. They're the bosses. And, you know, see, Virgo is, is a great sort of journalism, communication, media sign. Yeah. And then Capricorn is like just large and in charge. Like our friend Gina DeVee, who's a Capricorn. Yeah, I was so, about to mention Gina. She's such a yeah. Yeah, they are just, they're here to reign. So I could see a Virgo and a Capricorn working together. Yeah, for sure. A Virgo would like get the podcast produced. The Capricorn would like, I don't know, get it monetized. So exactly. You are so on that. Okay. So our fellow Capricorns um, and Virgos in their career, what do we need to tell them? You know, um, for Virgos, like allowing yourself to have the right kind of right amount of autonomy and the right amount of security. I think every Virgo should have a coach. They often are coaches or excellent teachers, writers, communicators. They're the me- they're also ruled by Mercury, like Gemini. So they're the messengers. And then Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, which is the sort of strict long term pay the dues for 40 years and then retire young and see the world. Um, So I think Capricorns, well, it's okay if you want to like have a 10 year plan and work your ass off and then get out of there and retire on your yacht. Let yourself do that. You'll come up with a business while you're at sea, no doubt. But yeah, (laughs) thing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm. We definitely have to have you back on. And before we go, because I mean, I now I want to ask you, what's the future of the whole world? But that happens to be in the 2022 horoscope book, so we'll share that. Um, Yes, in the show notes. Yeah, exactly. You you all have to check out the show notes. There's so many goods in there for astrology, and we'll make sure to include it. Can you tell everyone who is the astropreneurs core? for um, and those of you who are interested it's astrostyle.com slash astropreneurs p-r-e-n-e-u-r-s um yeah who who is a fit for the course what can they expect from it i know it's your baby and you've (laughs) and you've worked really hard on it and um a lot of people are being impacted by it so yeah absolutely so i'm you know i never like i said i never meant to be an astrologer it was my passion but um i was in media magazines technology, web design, journalism, and astrology was my hobby, but I ended up saving a coworker's relationship with astrology while, you know, blowing off my writing duties. And she gave me my first astrology column at Teen People magazine, if any of you guys remember that, um, back in 2001 and two. And um, over the years, uh, Teen People folded and went out of business four or five years later. And that's when I was like, shoot, what am I going to do? I want to keep doing this. So I need to learn some business skills. So over these past, you know, 20 years or more, um, I have learned how to build an astrology passion into a seven figure business. So I have used the tools of astrology as well as the things I've learned from being a modern entrepreneur. And now I teach them to other people who want to do something as weird and wild as being an astrologer and support themselves and their families and their livelihoods, because it is possible to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Astropreneurs was kind of organically born out of my own experience, taking some weird, crazy hobby and making it into a seven figure business and wanting to show others how. Um, So it's a monthly mastermind. Uh, 
we have two zoom calls and then we have a bunch of really fun courses. You can, we have our cosmic success incubator where you learn piece by piece, how to use your chart for marketing, branding, list building, SEO. Like you literally can do it tailored to your own chart. I think the ideal person for astropreneurs is someone who is probably an employee. They may have a side hustle. Uh, They want to take We call it mystics on a mission. They want to take their mission and make it into their livelihood. Some already have. uh, Some are ready to scale. But a lot of people are just like, how exactly can I bridge that divide? How can I make that U-turn that you talk about? Yes. Yeah. And they, yeah. And they want, and they don't have time to waste. They don't have money to waste. They don't have resources. So they need that very concentrated. They need, I think, I sort of think of it as entrepreneur insurance in a way. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So it's like you get to learn your blueprint, <clears throat> apply it to your business build out, do it in a supportive community. That's fun. Learn these new skills and things about yourself and be inspired by other people who are doing weird, wild, unthinkable, awesome things and making money and growing together. Well, you know, Fee, I love you. Thank you for coming on the show. You're such a special friend and special influence in the world. And um, clearly I understand why you're an air sign because you're just one big cosmic wind. Um, <laughs> well, I'm a fire sign actually, but I mean, they're fire, whatever. <laughs> you're the air sign. I'm the air sign. You're, you're the, the cosmic sign. wind that blew into I'm the cosmic city. wind. You're like the fire that's like just making all the fire. And so, the flames of my fire with your air. Yeah. I, I got to brush up on my, well, so here's the thing. Um, everyone make sure you check out the show notes. There's so many fun things. I read everything that Ovi puts out. I think it's really fun and informative. Um, and we'll have to have you back on soon. Yeah. Maybe we'll do some Q and a from your people who yeah. are no longer astro haters perhaps. So yeah, they come to the good side and, um, thanks for everybody's patience. I just got my voice back after being sick for a week. So I don't know if I sound like a, a sensual Taurus. On you this really episode. do. You really do. That's right. Thank you for listening to the U-Turn podcast friends until next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the U-Turn podcast. And thank you again so much for our sponsors. We are here because of you and to our listeners. Thank you for checking out our sponsors. We always pick people and brands that we trust and we believe in. And just for listening to the show, writing your reviews on the Apple app, and just being willing to make your own U-Turns. We'll see you next week. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.